Three, two, one, clap. Yeah, perfect. Beautiful. Love to see it. Um, shit. All right, so we're starting with Akira. I mean, what else? Right. Yeah. What I mean, exciting? Yeah. We, you can you can enter the show. We can talk about our weeks for a little bit, and then go I into watched Akira. I watched thirteen hours of Quibi content. I, I turns out the new Punk with Chance the Rapper it's incredible. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, do you get anything happen this week, guys? Because I, I could have sworn that we recorded this yesterday. Time does it. Hey. What's up, everybody? Episode 19 of the Content Cube. That's right. Still not old enough to drink. We'll get there. Uh, I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosier. I'm Zach Holmstein. Uh, let's, let's, uh, we watched Akira, and we'll get to that. That's going to be the main thing. Uh, but let's talk about our weeks, everybody. You know, just our eventful quarantine lives. <laughs> Personally, I thought we recorded episode 18 yesterday. Because per- time for me, it doesn't matter anymore. I have one class <laughs> that still does like a live lecture. And it's only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Last night I was up till 6 a.m. It doesn't matter anymore. You know, I don't know when days happen. I live alone. I have no classes in the morning. I have no classes. If I want to stay up till 6 a.m. playing Persona 5 Royal, the hit, the hit new old video game, it's my God-given right. And I, I can find no reason not to. I was going to ask, is that what you were doing? Yes, most of the time I am up doing that. Are the changes? Because I was curious. I I'm not gonna play it because it's just yeah, you long. It's really good. Are are the changes like for someone who played? Or I'm not that person, but for someone who did play five, is it worth playing again? Uh, if you're a freak, like if you loved five, like if you thought okay. five is a nine or a ten, and it's been like a while, I would say it has absolutely taken uh, the plunge again. Uh, the changes they made, uh, I, apparently they're backloaded. Like the big changes. Uh, but the small stuff, like they've added in a character here and there that you get to like hang out with, it doesn't make sense if I say it. But basically, you're building relationships, and that's a gameplay thing. Yeah. And I've, they've added those, and I think that's good. Uh, they've changed some stuff around. Every they've made the game like just a lot more fun to play. Like it's not something I, I ever wanted, but I'll try to explain this. Basically, in Persona Five, the original, you go into a dungeon. And every character has a gun. But the ammo is limited and does not refill until you leave the dungeon. So you're never going to use your gun. You have like, what, 15 bullets and they don't do that much damage. Why would you ever use it unless an enemy specifically calls for the use of a gun? In this one, the bullets just reload after every battle. So you're just, it, it, that sounds like it's broken, but it's not because the guns were never that good to begin with. So it's just like, I might as well end this battle with my character unloading a magnum into this person. And it's just cool. It's just got it. So they've added, like, they've made smart changes like that. Uh, it visually looks nicer. Uh, it's just a lot of small stuff and some other big stuff that I think, if if you're going to play Persona 5 for the first time, you look at that Persona 5 package and it's $20 because it's older, I think you should still go with this, the $60 one, because the changes they make are important enough to the gameplay. And by the time... By the and this is just the same for everyone. You're gonna get to the end of Persona Five, and you're gonna think, "Man, I wish there was more. I don't want to leave these characters because that's the whole thing." You're gonna wish you spent the extra forty so you had another fifteen hours of shit to do. You know, so I do think do not play the original Persona Five. This is the definitive version. It's like a really good director's cut. Yeah, I've really been enjoying that. It has been like a year and a half since I played the original, so maybe don't jump in if you just played it. But I do think it is really good. Anything else from your week, or was that the highlight? No, I mean, it felt like a fucking day, I tell you. I, I don't know when anything's happening anymore. Yeah, the the week, 
everything blurs into one giant day because I do the same thing every single day. I only have one yeah. live class and it's on Monday. So after that, Brutal. I'm pretty much on my own schedule. Uh, the high, I guess the only thing that was different this week, uh, yesterday I drove back to Columbia to get my PS4 and the rest of my clothes. So it's nice to now have my PS4. Uh, I got Doom Eternal, so I'm excited to play that. Um, I continued, I participated in the stock market for the first time. And uh, Animal Crossing. The, the stock market is genius because it forces Animal Crossing. You, yeah. Just, it just forces clarification. You, uh, yeah, the, the, oh, okay. the real life stock market, uh, no opinion. Um, <laughs> Not a good time. I was like, I was like, why would you pick now to start with the stock market? <laughs> yeah, not not the best time. Uh, the digital stock market is great. It's a genius thing to put in the game because I played this game. This was the most I've played the game since like the first days it came out. Because every time I got on, I was like, I gotta at least check the prices, and then I play for thirty minutes and pick flowers and uh, pick my fruit, sell my fruit. Um, it is kind of scary though. Like I know I can just look online and find someone who's opening their gates at a high price. Uh, shout out to Brian's friend who was nice enough to let me sell at her island. Uh, I believe it was uh, Leanna at Chia- at. At Royal Riptides on Twitter, I think. <laughs> yeah, thank you to at Royal Riptides. Uh, I made, I went from like two hundred thirty thousand bells to uh, one point five million, and that That's felt what real I'm good. About. It's I have so much money now. I don't quite know what to do, but it's nice. Um, I feel less pressured to get in the game every single day to do stuff since I have some free cash. Though this morning I goofed. Um, I had to do. I was doing Easter stuff with the fam, and sure enough, I walked in my room at twelve fifteen, and I said, "Fuck, I missed it." You so, miss the stocks. I mean, I my do. girlfriend time travels, and uh, last week, some call this morally wrong, uh, but she basically just time traveled to Sunday while uh, my friend, the other friend, was at like 500. Mm. Uh, so she time traveled to Sunday, so we would all just go to her town, buy 40 stacks of turnips, go to the other friend, sell them all, go back to our respective towns, and it was like a loop of infinite wow. money. Yeah, I fully upgraded my house entirely. Uh, I, this is probably the last time I play the stock market because I don't know what else I'll do with the money after that. Yeah. So I think I'm done with stocks. Uh, I've ascended, really. <laughs> Animal Crossing still good, folks. That's a... Zach! I... <laughs> Zach, all the concerts are done. I've seen estimates get, pushing them back to uh, 2021. What was your excuse? You got to save that money for concerts. Well, I made some Blu-ray Zach... purchases. I saw this coming where you would pressure me, so I had I was you forced my hand to make some irrational... Amazon purchases. <laughs> What'd you buy? Why do you make me hurt you? <laughs> uh, it's I your fault up, I'm like this. I ended up buying Shakespeare in Love, um, and which is a movie I really, really like from the nineties. Um, and I actually this is the this is the really wild one. Uh, I ended up on a whim purchasing Jesus Christ Superstar, the the film adaption from the seventies. Wow. Huh. Okay. You do this? You do this? And it's okay. not even on yeah, Amazon. Double- I had to buy it from Best Buy, and they're going to deliver it to me. Uh, like, Was that for Easter? Yeah, well, that, that would have been cool to have it for Easter, but then once I bought it, they hit me with the May 18th delivery date, and I was like, oh, <laughs> gotcha. All right. I, I Speaking of delivery woes, I ordered something from uh, eBay on Japan uh, about three weeks ago, and it was a uh, $23 magazine 
uh, for Persona 5 Royal so I could get a Japanese exclusive theme that was a code within the magazine for my PS4. Uh, some call this stupid, but there are only three left. What was I to do? Uh, so, and then they emailed, they, they messaged me today saying, hey, it got sent back to us. We don't know why. We'll send it again tomorrow. So I look forward to getting that theme in uh, May. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, the other Just thing, to, Zach, you'll be glad to hear. I watched two movies that came out before 2014. Oh, I so probably I continue, know them. Holy shit. Continue to expand my, uh, my movie backlog. I watched uh, Schindler's List, um, which is incredible. Uh, it deserves all the praise it gets. It is very sad. It is also very long. It is a three-hour and 17-minute movie. Um, but very, very good movie. And then I watched Drive with Ryan Gosling, um, which I, I also that. really liked. Um, though I knew it was, I don't know if divisive is the right word, but I knew people had mixed feelings on it because the first half of the movie is a romance and the second half is very, uh, brutally violent, but I enjoyed it a lot. I love Ryan Gosling. So I, I expected to enjoy the movie. Just to double check. Are we all recording? Just, just, yeah. just, we're all, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, okay, you saying it was three hours and 16 minutes makes a thing in my past make a lot of sense. Because my cl- my history class in high school, like sophomore year, was like watching Schindler's List, but I got a really bad case of mono. So I was only coming in every couple of days. And I remember after like two weeks, I'm like, you motherfuckers are still watching this movie? <laughs> Holy shit. It's still going. It, Brian was just in high school. Brian got mono in high school. I fucking wish, dude. I don't know how I got it. And I, the issue, I was really good at shot put. I was pretty good at shot put. But after being dead, bedridden for three weeks, my muscles had atrophied to the point where I couldn't do anything anymore. Uh, that's crushing. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, Schindler's List. I, that's, I, do, uh, that's, I watched that on Christmas Eve of like last, like, like 2018, I guess. Why? Uh, it, uh, usually it's like a weird tradition in my house sometimes to like try and watch the most non-happy movie you can on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Uh, we just watch Elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're underthinking it. Polar you're underthinking it. Oh, see that that would be another one we would watch because I don't think any of us here like that movie. Um, no, it's it's not great. <laughs> no, I don't like it one bit of it. Um, yeah, it's it's a heavy one. Uh, got some. Yeah, it's not a pleasant watch, but I think it's yeah really well made and it's absolutely it's, ridiculous it's, that it's uh, something. Everyone should watch. Absolutely, it's yeah. uh, it's ridiculous that Steven Spielberg made that and Jurassic Park in the same year. That's yeah, that's I just can't even. That's awesome. A, f- yeah. a fun anecdote uh, when I was reading about the movie, um, he asked John Williams to do the score, and John Williams was like, oh, "No, I'm not good enough." And then Steven Spielberg replied, "I know, but all the good ones are dead." So <laughs> he wanted a different composer, but I guess all the ones he wanted for that was dead. So. <laughs> John Williams so killed moving that it. Jurassic Park one. Oh, do I not get to talk about my week, Brian? Is that... No, go for it. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. No, Honestly, I zoned out. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking with you. There's really nothing interesting. Um, I did I did catch up to season three in Westworld, so I haven't watched any of season three yet, but I watched all of season one and season two. Uh, so that's season one, Rewatching that. I was like, man, why did I ever stop? This show is so cool. And... <laughs> And then after I finished season one, I watched the season two trailer, and I was just like, this is one of the coolest trailers for anything ever. Like this, That trailer <laughs> is great. With Runaway? It oh, is. Well, there's it that is. one, and then the one that I kept rewatching uh, is one with, like, an orchestra version of Nirvana's Heart-Shaped Box, and that's like... What? The- 
that's the one that ends with like Dolores or like Jeffrey right like Bernard being like well sometimes you frighten me Dolores and then she's like why would you ever be frightened of me and then it's like Westworld season two I'm just like how does this why? season not end up being the coolest season of TV ever with that setup? And Hold then, on. Yeah, go ahead. Why Why are you watching the season two trailer multiple times? You have season two ready. It's ready to go. Why were you watching ruin, it multiple times? I didn't want to ruin how amped I was, uh, you know? And <laughs> I kind of knew that my, mo- my, my momentum was going to be uh, slowed a bit. With you were edging. Two. Yes. It's a perfect way to describe it. <laughs> so uh, what'd you think? Yeah, uh... How to how to describe it? Uh, I think what I texted you guys the second I finished season two was it's the most easily the most convoluted piece of media I've ever consumed, and mm-hmm. not only that, it's like needlessly convoluted. I know Brian I, wasn't a big fan of it, but I kind of liked the one the time the time gimmick in season one. They only do it because they it only have it's one thing. It's one story that's running parallel, and you find out at the end that that was ha- that happened a lot earlier. But it's one story you have to keep track. There's, there's two timelines, and you don't know it's two timelines till the I, end. I, Season two, it jumps back and forth to different stories within the same week, and then like thirty years before, like willy nilly, like at, like like that. It's like absolutely think, so hard to follow sometimes. I I think the writers wrote the story, chopped it up, threw it in a hat, and pulled out where things would be put because it really like there's no reason for it to be ordered the way it is it's done just to be needlessly confusing because they knew the reason they had so much hype in season one was everyone guessing on reddit what was happening and so they were like okay we got to build off that and they did that for season two for some ungodly reason it's like it's yeah, like they tried season... to make something that they couldn't predict with reddit they're like we're gonna make something so re- like crazy no one's gonna see this coming and I now okay now this sounds really negative. I'm getting all the negative stuff out first, but yeah, it's big big step down from season one. And part of that is you know there's like a sense of wonder with season one with like how cool. I mean obviously there's other AI stuff, but this one like really has some like cool concepts. Uh, the whole idea I think is cool. And then once that kind of sense of wonder fades a bit, uh, you don't and you don't have like a really really cool narrative in season two to like back it up. Uh, it, it starts to be less interesting. Overall, I liked it. Um, I think the second half of the season was better besides the finale was almost too was too crazy but I think episodes like 4 through 9 are really solid. Um yeah. There's there's like some cool development for the man in black like Ed Harris's character and then they kind of go he frustrates me after that and then I don't know. There was they went I went back and forth on him. Um I don't want to talk about Westworld too long but pretty much I mean there were some cool scenes. I like James Marsden's Teddy character a lot, and he gets some cool moments towards the end. Um, and I really love Dolores, even though her storyline became very confusing at the end. But that's that. What else is new with every character in that show? Um, and then I watched the season I'm three ex- trailer, and I was like, okay, that looks dope. <laughs> See, but then the season two. I remember how the season two trailer looked dope to me. So I'm, I, I I'm excited for you to watch season three from the perspective of someone who just finished season two, because I think I mean it's. It's not needlessly confusing, but there are, there are so many things that happened in season two. It was hard to remember. Um, so I think you'll be at an advantage going in. You'll. I'm excited to see what you think because it's. It is. I like the reason I watch season two is because I think the show is still fun, even if it's, even if it's a uh, structure and story isn't phenomenal. I think it's a fun show to watch. And season three kind of capitalized on that and is just. It is just an entertaining blockbuster TV show cool yeah my my brother has been a fan of it so far he says season three has been he's liked it more than season two 
Uh, so that's cool. I mean, and then again, overall, love season one. I guess uh, it, it seems like saying, like saying that I like season two. Uh, I did like season two. It's just it's a frustrating one because there are parts there that are really cool. Uh, it's just so bogged down by how convoluted it is and some storylines that just don't connect at all with me. Jake, I have a question. I'm ready. Uh, so Zach calls this one of the most confusing pieces of media he's ever consumed. You've watched this and you play Kingdom Hearts. Just tell me which one's worse. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts more convoluted. Yeah. Okay. I I, I was wondering. Like I wonder. No, nothing can beat Kingdom Hearts. That game is. I mean, you could watch a four-hour YouTube recap video after playing all the games back to back to back in a month, and you still wouldn't understand it. And that's one fucking timeline. It is. <laughs> I mean, you got to get that mobile app. It's got all that key backstory. All right. Are we going into Akira? I'm ready. Yeah. I, one more we, thing I did. I did okay. one more thing. Sorry. But you know what, actually? I'm going to save it for the, rec- the Rex. The recommendations. Smart, because I don't have anything. I don't got nothing. Um, I already burned the Persona 5 Royal. Perfect segue, so I had to burn it. But uh, I'll be thinking. <laughs> all right. The people spoke. Uh, we watched Akira. This week, folks. It's an anime. Uh, what, it's an anime, guys. What a, an, a Japanese animated feature. Uh, why put it in a box? Uh, quite. I watched it a while ago with John Romer, and it took it out of me. I'm like, oh shit, that was a lot. And I watched it today. I'm like, oh, it's just a casual viewing. Completely fucking sucked me in again, drained me. I'm just like, oh my fucking god. Jesus Christ. What did you guys think? Jake, you go what first. A film. Or, no, you know, I, I think I, Zach. I, Zach. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Um, okay, so only before this, the only piece of anime that I've consumed in my adult life is a ten minute, ten to fifteen minute sequence in Kill Bill Volume One. Um, <laughs> Very good. Very good. I love that shit. So that's one of my favorite parts in the movie. So I'm like, I see no reason why I wouldn't enjoy this. I've never been inherently against anime. I've just never partook, and um, you know, I'll be, I'll be real with you. We got to be real on this podcast. I think part of it is because the crowd that liked anime at my high school, uh, they were pretty weird kids to me. Uh, anime they, club? I, I. Yeah, there was an anime club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't speak with them much, uh, and when I did, I was usually uncomfortable, uh, no matter yeah, what topic we were talking about. So that is part mm-hmm. of it. I'm not going to lie. But then uh, also one of my friends, Drew Bolstad, uh, Young Depresso, as he's known for, for the RWC <laughs> fans out there, uh, big anime fan over the past year or two, he started watching them. And I told him I was going to watch Akira uh, for the podcast, and he was really excited to talk to me about it. He's like, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, really cool. Uh, I was like, all right, yeah, cool. I'm going in with uh, open mind and like assuming I see no reason why I wouldn't like it. Um, and I liked it. Uh, didn't. I mean, it's not like I loved it. I thought of the... Put it this way. Uh, I'll just get all my general thoughts out now because I feel like the conversation is going to end up transitioning after you guys start talking. Uh, but so, yeah, my general thoughts on it. Um, story is interesting enough-ish, I guess. It's fine. Uh, I didn't really care about any of the characters, really the appeal here. Uh, I was a little bit confused at a couple of points in the in the story, so it wasn't like a great story to me, but it, it was cool enough, I guess. Uh, but the main appeal, obviously, for me is it looked really cool. Uh, yeah. The action sequences were cool, and I appreciate the style of animation a lot. Um, I think a lot of effort. I mean, I see like the effort put into it, like how cool it it look. It's got a very distinct look, especially since I haven't watched a lot of anime. 
Uh, yeah. But like, I say, I don't know, I don't know what animation terms you use here. I mean, I would say production design. Is that still a thing for? An, is that the term you use for animation? Yeah, production. Yeah, production, production values design. for sure. Just uh, it looked cool. For, it, it looked very yeah. cool, and overall, I liked it and enjoyed it enough. To I, I mean I'm I, I'd probably end up watching it again at some point. I'm not in a rush to watch it again, but I overall for me it's like seven out of ten. I thought it was good. I, yeah, you know, didn't really like the characters, but it looked really cool, and I enjoyed the action sequences. And there were some cool animation sequences I liked a lot. That I sent Brian one of like these little toy like things in this room like coming alive and like climbing on a bed. Yeah, I really enjoyed that part. I, uh, and how big the teddy bear got. It was scary, but, you know, overall, <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Um, it didn't, like, the movie didn't quite say, watch more anime, but at the same time, like Brian said, you shouldn't put it in a box and be like, oh, well, the, all anime is like this, so, you know, you should base what you think about anime based off this one movie. I'm not going to do that, but for this one movie, I'm glad I watched it. Might watch it again at some point, not anytime soon, but overall, yeah, liked it. There's Zach's thoughts. Just proceed. Just for context, the production... I, Stuff has looked better than this, but at the t- this the budget was around one billion yen, which is like around nine. It's hard to Kajillion million American dollars, like nine million USD. But that was an eighties money, and also values change. But nothing, no one's really made a mo- an animation uh, that expensive since. Uh, it it wasn't a flop. It just didn't make a ton of money back. But yeah, it's a, I think it's a great looking film uh really gory i forgot sometimes you forget sometimes you forget these things love and love the gore. yeah that shit's so dope i love it when he's in the hallway and he's like making the sphere around him but you don't see it you only see like the walls and ceiling kind of like dent you know what i mean and when he's in the yeah. hospital hallway there's, the yeah, there's some gore sequence yeah. that got me was when he is in He's on the highway and he's it's first like hitting him and he's bent over and he sees oh. literally like all of his guts fall out. But then they just pan to him and he's just like patting yeah. his tummy. <laughs> that that movie is absolutely brutal. I I also don't love it as much as I don't love it as much as Kanye West. Uh, for one, he one of my favorite tweets of his is "No way, Spirited Away is better than Akira." Uh, <laughs> so I, I'd have to disagree with him there. I do think Spirited Away is better, but I, I just think it is such a incredible thing to look at. Just like it looks so good to me. I, I don't know about. I mean, Zach thinks it looks dope. No, I was. I I thought it got it had a really dope look to it. I agree. That wasn't the main appeal for me. Yeah, Jake, let's hear it. So. So I guess uh, you, you listeners, uh, last week when I talked about Final Fantasy VII, you heard about my anime history, so I'm not going to restate that. Um, I'll start with positives, because uh, same thing as you guys, and maybe we won't disagree as much, um, because I think we all, like, the reasons, um, the things we like about it are all the same. Like, visually, it is awesome. The fact that this is, I think it was 1988, yeah. um, I can't imagine how cool this would be in 1988 to see all of this happening. Um, the set pieces are really cool when they're in the sewers and they have the like flying helicopter yeah. thing for lack of a better description is awesome. The design of the motorcycles are all awesome. Um, I loved everything production wise, like Zach was saying, um, some of this, like the, the little, I guess, spooky stuffed animal sequence in the bedroom was cool. Um, right, that was my favorite part. Yeah. Zach sent me a yeah. Snapchat. He's like, why do I love this shit? <laughs> aesthetically like i like everything about that about the movie um i think the plot is interesting 
Um, I wouldn't say I uh, loved it or disliked yeah, same. it. Same. But I would say this movie gave, and this is not this is not necessarily an insult to this movie, but this movie gave me ha- like the a, a point you made about your MCU argument. I feel nothing about yeah. this. Like I'm not. I don't. I, I don't feel attached to this. I don't ever want to rewatch it. But I also like if someone was like, "This is what we're watching tonight." I'm not going to be like, "Oh, I hate this. Don't put it on." I'm I'm pretty indifferent towards it, and I don't, I don't, I and I I guess I'll I'll get at that now, and you can maybe convince me otherwise. And I think that's my core issue with some of the anime I've seen is one, this is just a pet peeve. Why is there so much yelling? Everything is yelled all the time. I mean, your friend's a big and- monster guy. He's not going to be able to hear you. <laughs> <laughs> when they're all normal size, they're just shouting all the time. Um, and then like I think, I think this and and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I probably am wrong. I feel like what they tend to highlight in Japanese made films, um, especially anime films, are focused on cool set pieces, cool visual designs, out of the box uh, things that are happening in the plot. They don't put too much emphasis on giving characters emotional depth or and I th- and I think like that's that was the hardest part for me was when there was a lot of uh, I'm not going to spoil it a lot of deaths happening. Yeah, feel free. I mean, they should have watched the fucking film, yeah. viewers at home. Pause okay. it. Um go watch it on Hulu. <laughs> that's true. Um Yeah, there's so, the point. No one's going to sit and listen to an anime movie they haven't seen. So yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, you're true. not listening to um, this part of the podcast. I mean, it's just not happening. It's, you might be surprised. Anime fans are crazy. Like they they're kind of desperate for validation. So like if they see it, like I'm we may get more views on this. I'm gonna put Akira in the name. And, and I assume our views true. are gonna go through the fucking roof. Well, if they're anime fans, you're gonna assume that they've seen this movie if yeah. it's such an influ- influential anime movie. Yes. So I don't remember all the specific names, but we lost one person in the friend group, we lost the bartender, we lost um the off screen we lost no, the bartender. Off screen. Yeah. I mean, technically, we kind of we didn't really lose uh, Tetsuwa. He just was put into a new a new, new universe. Let's get it. Transcended, um, old and busted. He has new transcendence. You know? Johnny Depp transcendence. <laughs> we like, and I didn't feel like I I didn't feel anything towards any characters. Tetsuwa, like I wanted to feel bad for him for what he was going through, but I was like, this dude has been a prick mostly the entire yeah, what time. A piece of shit. Was a dick. What a piece of shit. Even and, the main guy was like. Shh. You could tell me your name, bitch. You know, but, yeah. <laughs> it's like um, this guy's. None of these guys treat these women very nicely. Yeah, uh, but you know, this it was the eighties. Be... Women respect for women wasn't invented yet. You know, RWC I mean, I mean... had not dropped that album. RWC invented respect for women in January of 2020, so we can't hold them too accountable. I mean, Steven Spielberg, real life person, and George Lucas are like, oh yeah, this Indiana Jones lady, she fell in love with Indiana Jones when she was 11, and now they're fucking. <laughs> It's like oh, that's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. Don't know if I'm gonna put it on this post. I don't or... think. I don't think they didn't. They didn't fucking tell when she was 11. Though that's an important uh, detail. <laughs> but that uh, would make me uncomfortable with my my whip my whip yielding here. You know, Jake. I pretty much agree with you entirely, except for your idea, because Jake, the next movie we're watching, uh, because <laughs> because we tied in the polls, folks. Uh, this tied with uh, your name, and it is entirely Zach's fault. That it tied because he didn't retweet the poll. The listener base, the 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 sample size was smaller. But the reason I, I if this tied with like Paprika, I wouldn't really give a shit. 
But I think the reason we got to watch Your Name next is because it is the polar opposite of this movie. Like, it is entirely about the characters. It is entirely about the story. The visuals are nice, but I, there's nothing in that movie that where I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, it is all about, like, the visuals and the plot beats and the characters. Okay. I do, th- um, I do think you're wrong then, about your generalization of anime, which you admitted to knowing you're wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it, yes, I mean, there's, there's a shit ton of anime yeah. out there, so obviously cannot apply to everything, but the, the few things I've consumed, if I had to sum up why I didn't like it to someone, that would be my reason why. And maybe this is just a this thing, and it has to do with the yelling, and I'm mostly probably with the dialogue translation over from Japanese, but, like, the voice acting yeah. is just, it's very one yeah. note, and that is hard for me then to get invested. Is that different in your name, well, or is your name what I watch? Your name is a modern dub, so it sounds way better. Like, there's a lot of money put in that okay. one. Uh, I'll do more research. I, it's been a while since I've seen it, but it, I think the acting is way better in that one. That's why I was iffy on this one. I'm like, this movie looks so good, so I don't know if I, if I want them to look at subtitles. Wow, those guys are being liquefied <laughs> in the hallway. Um, so, and I again, I... I like what you said, I'm like, I don't think the plot is incredibly like I get kind of invested in the characters. Like I, I think the I felt bad for Tetsuo and stuff, but like and when the girl, the girl Tetsuo likes died, I'm like, oh that sucks. That shit sucks. That was the one I was like, well it's it's yeah. bad because you see her face. Yeah. The you see her face get crushed, and then after you've already seen her get crushed, she goes, "She's dying." I was like, "No, dude, Tetsuo, she's <laughs> she gone. She's dead. She's gone. You're not getting yeah, her back. like that." That was brutal. Uh, but yeah, this is yeah. The dub is very. This is gonna fine. be. Yeah, this is gonna be a weird comparison that neither of you are gonna get, but I have to make it. So you know that show I described to you, Little Fires Everywhere, yeah. the show that I said you'd cringe yeah. a lot to. So this week they had a flashback episode in which they revealed all the characters' pasts, and it makes me actually uh, empathize with a lot of the characters and their experiences. But I already hate them, <laughs> so it's too late. I can't like them in the next two episodes. And it was the same issue with the, uh, is it Kaneda? How do you say that? Kaneda is the guy with the red bike, and then Tetsuo is... Kaneda and Tetsuo, their rivalry friendship. At the end, they give me a flashback, which would make me care, but it's too late. I already hate Tetsuo. (laughs) So I'm like, well, it's fine. (laughs) Zach, what do you think about these thoughts? Thoughts on these thoughts? (laughs) These are thoughts that I had. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I kind of like I said in my thing, didn't care about any of the characters. Uh, they didn't give me a reason to care about them. Uh, the the mate Tetsuo's girlfriend got a pretty rough go of it the entire. That movie. shit sucks. I hate it. Just, they just beat the shit out of her, and they like ripped off her shirt, and then they like, she got crushed by like a weird Ugh. organic like energy <laughs> coming from her boyfriend. Yeah. Um, uh, and then yeah, none of the guys were really that cool. They're not nice guys. Um, there are some characters that I didn't even get what they were like. I think who was this old guy coughing up some pills? Okay, and started dying out of nowhere so, and shooting some guy who was gonna help him. And it was all I don't know. Maybe I just I'm a fucking moron. You're not. I, I mean, basically, who was. earlier in that movie, he and the mustache guy were talking because I guess that guy was in the Senate and he was funding. The revolutionary people, and then it all went to shit, and then he had a heart attack or something. Or he overdosed on his many pills. He was choking on. He was trying to swallow. <laughs> it was a lot of pills. A lot of pills. A lot of pills. Yeah. And then <laughs> I he accused this guy of selling him out and shot him. Yeah. And there's that's like, another thing I I'm gonna take I more will, pills uh, now. 
I will say positively about this film. The world they built is really yeah. cool. Um, the cool Neo Tokyo like setting's building. awesome. Um, the the whole government kind of arguing with each other about what to yeah. do, and the council was awesome. Um, and Brian and Zach, I'm sure you'll both have opinions on this. Um, Taika Waititi was supposed to do a live action version of this. Yeah. Do you hate that, no. or are you excited? About I mean, it? I don't care i mean because you look at this movie and you're like ah the visuals that's that's crazy and you take it away like can can a so you look at can can a live action movie do the giant blob at the end and make it not look like shit unless you pour a billion dollars into it you know what i mean Uh, i think it would look I think it would look good for like three years, and then yeah. when you watch it on your TV at home, you're like, "Yeah, Geez. like I, I think Earth, they it's, should, it's, uh, I think they should cast Scarlett Johansson as Tetsuo." Yeah, that'd be really good. I mean, she can play I anything. Think that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese boy, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he would be good. I mean, he seems like someone who probably liked the movie. He's a weirdo. He seems like a cool guy. You know. I mean, yeah. I, here's what here's what I would think would be. Yeah, like you said, I agree. The visuals. I mean, mainly the. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of in real life production design too, especially if it's not CGI. CGI. Yeah. Uh, I think Blade Runner 2049 obviously has a lot of CGI, but it also has a lot of like actual production, like physical production design that I like a lot. Uh, so I think, yeah, there are parts that I think would still impress me in live action visually. Uh, the giant blob thing, yeah, that would probably look pretty dumb because I don't really know how you do that. Yeah. Um, but um, wouldn't like kill it for me. I think what Taika would improve for me is i think he would make the characters likable yeah. to me uh i think he's just he'll he i mean of the three taika watiti movies i've seen uh he's just just really likable characters so uh i think he'd probably take some liberties there but uh no i don't need that movie uh there are yeah. other things yeah i don't i'd rather the same sorry made but sounds like a waste of time sounds like a waste of time to make a live action akira movie a movie, yeah, you know what I mean? It just seems a little, uh, I, I don't know. I can't imagine that it would make enough money to pay back the budget it's going to require. Yeah, I mean, just the city being destroyed at the end alone is, <laughs> you yeah. see so many buildings. Yeah. Just, I mean, just in the hallway when, like, those guys, like, right when he leaves the hospital room and they're like, hey, what's, and then they just fucking liquefy onto the ceiling. I'm like, that seems, it just seems like, It would be yeah. a, Two hundred million dollar movie, yeah. though I think everything up until the la- I mean that is the last like forty. The minutes, satellite I think is really doable. <laughs> the satellite yeah. sounds expensive too. <laughs> yeah, sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, this movie, this no, this movie would just be absurdly. Expensive. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't hate the idea if he wants to do it. If he thinks he can do something good with it, I trust him. Uh, but I just don't see a need for it in any regard, I suppose. Quick, quick side note. Yeah. While we're on Taquatiti, just really quick, Brian, do you, you hear how crazy, he says Thor Love and Thunder is going to make Thor Ragnarok look like a safe MCU movie, but like, <sighs> he says it's going to be really, he says, the way he described it is like, if we asked a, uh, a group of 10 year olds what should be in a superhero movie and we said yes to every single idea they had. Hulk's going to fuck a lady on camera. Like, I just, <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna look safe. I, I mean, uh, end game. What if he does though? What if he does? I liked Thor Ragnarok. What a great movie! I, I believe him. I Why? just don't. I just don't think he should be saying, "Hey, like uh, three months after they said the horror movie isn't isn't happening because it's too it's too different." I'm gonna make a movie that is different. I just don't. 
uh, hype it up, but I am excited for that film. Yes, Jake? Brian, I think you'd like to know that your dialogue last week has made me oh so eager to watch Endgame again. Yeah? <laughs> I've, I almost did this weekend, but I got caught up in Zoom chat with friends, and it was like 11. I was like, I don't want to stay up till 2 a.m., but... It will be watched in the next two weeks, and I will get back to you if the feels are all still. I mean, there. I'm sure. I mean, I, I know it all by heart. I've seen it thirty times. I can recite it yeah. for you right now. I mean, you've beginning. seen it three times. You've seen the. You. I bet you've seen the the hammer scene about fifty. So I bet you could completely. Are you, talk, are you talking to me? Yeah. I've, I've I saw Endgame three times in theater. Yo, I know. Oh, I've seen it roughly like ten times. Ten times fully. Not even exaggerating. That's thirty hours. Full. I there's a couple times where we we went straight to the last hour. This guy's skipping uh, through the taco scene. Get him, <laughs> Zach. Zach, you could have beat, beat God of War in that. Yeah, time. you could have played. Yeah, but here's but here's the thing. Um, I didn't wanna. I wanted to watch Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that's so, fine. Yeah. Riddle me that why one sounded more appealing to me. But I did recently pick God of War back up. How's that going? Got myself the fuck out of Alfheim. Ooh, uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> I was pretty tired of last 40 minutes of Justice League land. Uh, <laughs> Everything's just pink and gray, and there are flying insects with spears. It literally is the last 40 minutes of Justice League. Um, big snake. Without a really monotonous antagonist. You've seen um, the big snake, though. Love the big snake. Love the big snake. He's a, I, I went back to the big snake. I wanted to get the fuck out of Alfheim and get back to my world snake. Yeah. You know? I like him. He's so big. I like when I'm rowing my boat and he's like, look, I look at him. I'm looking at him. I don't know if he's looking at me, but I like that he's l- just allowing me to peacefully abide in his world. Um, so, yeah, I uh, just did a task for a, a troll or whatever, or whatever they are, the, the guys who are like, fix your weapons. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I did a little side quest for him to go find his friend. His friend's dead. Took took great pleasure in telling him that that's pretty much where i'm at right now <laughs> do we have anything else to say about Akira I, is this we... when i make my pitch for why we will be watching your name next week well i was gonna say if you're done with the key i vote we go into arguments about next week yeah Q-ween. oh can we just take a break no no i'm sorry i mean i i i, I was ready and i'm like john what do you think about this and he said those guys are wimps John's not on the fucking podcast. Yeah, I know, I know, but he <laughs> but he is the most worldwide movie viewer of the group. He would know more about movies out of anybody in this clan. <laughs> I can't argue. But am I included in that clan? Am I included yeah. in that clan? Yeah. You saying John knows more about movies than he's me? He's seen more different kinds. I mean, he's seen a lot of anime. <laughs> so he added a genre. Yeah. He added a genre. John, that's so weird that John John Romer literally just Twitter replied to me like right now. It just went over my screen. Oh, what did it say? <laughs> and it was a movie take. Uh, what was it? It was not a good what, what, that's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's save it for a little bit. Um, or is this going to play into your opinion of him? For the, for the <laughs> I love. No, okay. Well, before I say anything, I love John Romer. I think he's a great guy, and I love talking to him. But and what I love talking guy. about movies with people even who disagree with me. Um, but yeah, he just said born identity is better than born supremacy. That's a weird one. That's, that's a weird one, John. <laughs> True. It's just not true. Just okay, not here's true. genre. I mean, it's definitely. Tell I, you what, it's not the worst movie take I heard today. We all heard the worst one. I don't know. Can't. if we have to address I, it at the end of the pod. <laughs> we can't do that now. Um, for uh, for for listeners who don't know, what we're talking about. We had a person in a group chat say basically that Hella from Thor Ragnarok is what better than the Joker. Fuck? We will not get into it now. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about what it later. The fuck? Um, but Zach, 
I would like to say that what's better than any Bourne movie is the small section in the trailer where they go, Jesus Christ, it's That Jason is really Bourne. good. I That's mean, awesome. the trailer is more consistently I mean, good because it's only like a minute and a half and they say that, and the movie is like two hours <laughs> and they say that. So, consistently. I'd I mean, the movies, the, the movies are... I mean, it, 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 it follows a pretty standard formula for you. You know, you're going to have an asset out in the field trying to get born. Uh, the government's got secrets. And then when you think you took down the government that's got secrets, they got a secret section with more secrets, you know. And Jason Bourne just keeps on unraveling it, and they keep on trying to get him. And sometimes he's like, leave me alone. I don't want to mess with you, and I won't hurt anyone. And they're like, no, we can't. We need a conflict. we got to get you. You know, that's just how they yeah. go. But, I mean... Supremacy is dope, and yeah, that's my final thought. Supremacy is dope, but yeah, I think they get better each time with identity to supremacy to ultimatum, and then the four and five or whatever. But so here's John Romer's argument so, for watching Your Name. The recent hit has a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Just want to let you guys know that 98. I mean, honestly, that sounds like a wimpy response. No offense to them. But I agree with you that they're totally different beasts. I mean, I guess it depends on if they like if they like Akira. I'd say if they like Akira, then you should definitely push for your name as well, because they're both excellent films and essential viewing. He says they're essential. He says they're essential. What can I say? What okay. can I say? <laughs> so, uh, I mean... It's an audience. I mean, I, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I mean, I'll fucking do it. I, I find... I, it's not, I can't say I don't have the time... I can't look you in the eye and say I don't have the time. You know I have yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, but it's, uh, I mean, I, got, I, I, I don't know, because maybe I'm just basing it off of the listeners I know. Do our listeners want to watch two anime movies in a week? It took them <laughs> that long to watch one for most of them. Yeah. Do you want to you throw a second one at them immediately? I think theming, I think it's a very good theme because it's two opposite ends of the earth, I think. I don't think there's two movies I can name right now that are more different from each other. All Iron right. Man 2 and Iron Man You're 3. right. <laughs> <laughs> one of them only has a couple Iron Man suits. The other one has 30 yeah. fucking seven. There's a big one. It's a, This one splits into seven different parts. That is wild. <laughs> um, I don't know the best way going about this because if it is completely up to personal opinion, I would vote to push it. Um, but do we have another idea? Here's my thing. Uh, I mean, do we I mean, have another I, idea? I mean, I'm always I in can, for the classics. If we will find a classic movie, like 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 when I say classics, I mean like I'm not saying your name isn't a classic anime movie. I mean like old. Yeah. Like an old, you know, like so like pre 1990. Like type thing. If we find something that's like, I mean, it'd be great if all three of us hadn't seen it. Yeah. But Lord knows, I've seen a lot of pre nineteen ninety movies. Uh, so I don't know. Jake, what were you saying? We can we can go looking. I don't know. It's hard because like I would say we put out a poll that basically says, "Do you want to watch your name or something?" That is, I was actually just thinking then, of that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, let's put we, your name in a new something poll. Something else wins. Then we just make a new poll with different movies, and we can still do your name, just do it in two to three. All right, weeks. I like that idea as well. Let's put your um, name on a poll with the other three no, Godfathers. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's too easy. And see if your name pulls ahead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, I'd be fine doing that because much like uh, the Democrats before Super Tuesday, uh, they all would have split the vote against Bernie. You know what I mean? If we're just doing one Godfather, I can see you're in it. But if it's one anime film and three boring movies that no one gives a shit about, I think the vote's going to be split. <laughs> I think your name is going to win. I didn't like. I didn't like. I've never seen them. I don't, I don't know if they're good or not. I've never seen them. You do Neither know. You haven't even seen them, but you know. <laughs> I don't know. I heard they're bad. <laughs> Who told you that? Was it John Romer? <laughs> no, no. Did John Romer tell you Godfather was no, I've bad? Only heard, I've only heard. I've only heard. I would. I would. I bet. I would. Francisco doesn't like old. I mean, movies. I haven't asked Francisco about this, but I would believe him. I would believe him if he said to my face, "Godfather one, two, and three is a bad movie and worse." So you trilogy. think he's got a? I know. I love. I do love Francisco. I love him with all my heart. You're gonna trust the credibility of the man who just today, no, no I, today, <laughs> said what he said in that group chat. Let's talk about it. Okay, I mean, this is gonna be a quick fucking discussion. It can't be avoided. Because it can't be avoided. The statement is Hella is a better villain than Heath Ledger's Joker, and all three of us unanimously say, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then we move on. Here, before before we get into it, I'm gonna set a timer on my phone. So we don't have a thing like last week. I will set a timer for five minutes. Forty minutes. I, I mean, there's no, there's no counterpoint. We don't need to get into this. Everyone knows that Heath Ledger's Joker. Everyone knows that he's an incredible character. None of us need to give our impassioned defense of Heath Ledger's Joker against the single person, the single person on this fucking <laughs> rock who's like, oh yeah, uh, that boring person, the the worst character in Thor three. <laughs> She's better than Heath Ledger's Joker. None of us need to say like why why give a response? Hey folks, it's your boy uh Brian Woods coming at you from uh at 3:58 a.m. uh day that this is going up. Uh so at a point in the podcast you don't hear it for a reason I'm about to explain. Uh, I say, "Hey, something something's up with the, my recording guys, but I I think it's fine." Uh, I have recently found out uh, and had a, a kind of a, a breakdown over. Um, it was not fine. Uh, something happened. Uh, my audio became horribly cursed, and it became off sync forever because it was skipping. It, very strange. You know how a record skips? Imagine if it was a digital recording software. Uh, don't know how that worked. Um, so everything after the point you've just heard is basically unusable. Uh, so no recommendations. We don't further take down uh, Francisco's um, horrible take. Uh, but I think we do say maybe we bring Francisco on the show to uh, defend his horrible uh, opinions. Some people find them horrible. Those are just their opinions. Um, so no recommendations. You don't hear that. Um, but I recommended Persona 5 Royal. Really good. One of the greatest games ever, I'd probably say. Jake recommended The Strokes' new album. I don't remember the name of it. Uh, and Zach recommended uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so I am sorry that, uh, you know, like 15 minutes of this podcast are gone. That does suck. I'm pretty bummed about it. Uh, maybe someday I can splice it together somehow. Uh, but it seems, seems unlikely. Seems unlikely, I gotta say. Um... But to make it up to you guys, I have, um, I, there's a little pre-show part where I just spoil the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, so I suggest you stop listening, uh, after this point, um, if you care. I don't really get into events, uh, kind of events, but it's more about the concept of the ending. 
um, and and why it's so weird. And I guess I do get into the mechanics of why it's weird. So I do definitely spoil things. It's not just a conceptual talk. So if you care about the ending of Final Fantasy VII um, being spoiled for you, just stop listening right now. Uh, have a good week, everybody. I'll see you next week, hopefully intact. Uh, love you. Uh, mwah. Also, upon uh, in, uh, listening to the upcoming clip, I found out that I spoiled the end of Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. Uh, more conceptually than uh, actual events. I don't even know what happens in Remind at all. Just the weird conceptual ending. Uh, so watch out for that, too. <laughs> Do any of us care about Persona, about Final Fantasy VII Remake spoilers? So here's the thing. Is the spoiler, I assume, the the changed ending? Yeah, can we are we all are we all recording right now? Yeah. Yeah, so don't okay. tell me yet. Here's here's my question. Is the spoiler really a spoiler if I've never played Final Fantasy VII, or is it only a twist because of it changing it? Like if I plan to play the game, do I not want to hear it? That is an extremely complicated question. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say... I, I'd i say the twist is entirely reliant on the fact of you knowing what happens in 7. Okay. Because otherwise it's just a normal plot point. No. <laughs> no, I mean like... No. Even... I, even <laughs> can I just give you the basis of what it's built on? Sure, that's I won't fine. tell you the events. Zach, Zach, you're going to love this. Yeah, there's a very small chance I even if I bought the game, I'd make it through all 40 hours. This is so. the same director as Kingdom Hearts 3. Writer, oh, yes. Same writer. My brother just bought that. I'm sorry. He's, he's, <laughs> he's either going to, one, hate it, or two, become a Kingdom Hearts guy, and you're going to have to hear all about it. Um, <laughs> so, Jake, you know what happens at the end of Remind, right? Yes. Where he, where the writer, he's really pissed that they took Final Fantasy 15 verses away from him. Yeah, so, so he, he uh, tied it into that. I so read about that. So he threatens it. to bring Final Fantasy 15 verses yeah. into the Kingdom Hearts universe by recreating the teaser trailer shot for shot. Does he threaten to bring it back? Does he threaten to bring it into Final Fantasy 7? No. Basically, <laughs> okay. the end of this game is them saying, you're stupid for wanting a remake. Throughout the remake, there are these things called Wisps of Fate that are trying to keep the timeline as similar to the original Final Fantasy VII as possible. Oh, no. And then at the end, you kill them. So the reason this is not called part one of three is because the next two games are not going to be following the plot line of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> the writer okay. says you're actually stupid for wanting a remake and I deny you That's... So, someone put it perfectly they said man they really waited 19 years for their precious Final Fantasy 7 to get turned into Kingdom Hearts <laughs> I, I had seen all the stuff online about it basically turning into Kingdom Hearts and getting super convoluted Though I'll be honest, that sounds kind of cool. It is kind of <laughs> cool, but I understand people that are angry, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I mean, honestly, right. that's a good start to the episode. You should just give us the intro and just transition us in. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give the spoilers for 7 Remake, you know? Oh, that's true. We probably shouldn't, yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll put this at the end. That weirdly made me more interested to play. Me too. <laughs> me too. I read that, I told my friend that, and you're like, we got to play this fucking game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, what the fuck? <laughs> 
Like, at That's the end, you see scenes from the fucking PSP Final Fantasy VII cr- spinoff Crisis, Crisis Core. Core. You see the fucking scenes from that, like, reenacted in their CG glory. And it's just like, like, you see it, like, basically it ends with Sephiroth showing them, like, the future. It's like, oh, here's the end of regular Final Fantasy VII. That's Let's do something most, different. Like, <laughs> meta ending thing I've ever heard. Everything's a meta basically, commentary now. Everything's added, a fucking he, meta commentary. He added something in the game that was basically it's it's a uh, it's a component that controls the timeline of the game yes. you love and yes. you're going to have to kill And you kill it <laughs> okay. and you kill it because wanting a remake is bad and you're wrong for wanting it. Just what a fuck you. I I've never seen a more cruel thing to do to like people. <laughs> 